Hi there, it's Lindsay from PS Lifestyle Wellness. We've all seen the blogs, the Facebook posts, the magazine articles, the before and after Instagram pictures, strangers extolling the virtues of fitness with these kinds of statements. I lost four stone and then ran a marathon. I went from couch potato to Miss Universe contestant. I hated exercise. Now I work out twice a day, six days a week. Well, kudos to them if that's your bag. But what about the reverse? What about those who have run marathons, camped out in the gym, zoomed their way to fitness, and in the process, you've changed weight, you've experienced the alleged exercise high, only to take a little break to recover, and six months later, find themselves a stone heavier and unable to run for a bus? Well, that's me. Now, at this very moment, I don't run anymore, despite the fact I have immediate access to a safe off-road promenade. And I am completely in the knowledge that the lack of exercise is having significant negative effects on my mental and physical health. And it's been far longer than six months, believe me. Those who know me will have seen me post fervently on social media about my long runs and running clubs and, most importantly at the time, the races I took part in. But the last race I ran was the Edinburgh Marathon Relay in 2017. I ran four miles and I wanted to die for most of it. So gone are the days of three runs a week and a LSR or a long Sunday run. Gone are the days of popping out for a short 10 miler. Because so far this week, I have managed a stroll along Portobello Prom and I went all out on Friday, walking from Pamela's in Preston Pans to home. I'll leave you to work out that mileage. My point of sharing all this? Well, no one talks about the alternative before and after. The love of fitness lost and felt never to return because you just can't get motivated again. And that's the problem, the vicious circle. You stop exercising, decrease fitness levels, possible weight gain. You try to run, but your lungs are moments away from erupting violently from your chest. You think, stuff this, I'm so unfit. You stop exercising, decrease fitness levels. You get the picture. And no one tells you about the additional associated symptoms of no exercise. No one talks about poor sleep patterns, irritability, apathy, headaches and the overriding lack of motivation, which is ultimately the ringleader in the situation. No motivation means you just can't be arsed doing anything. Now, don't get me wrong. I dabble in exercise. The odd gym session, although it's been eight weeks since my last visit. Macatac boot camp once a week and when the car is low on petrol and my apathy dictates that I can't even manage it to the petrol station well I'll walk to work. Do I wish I was marathon fit again? Yes but not so I could run one again but so that I could experience the benefits that come with exercise. Am I likely to get back into fitness? Well, I have no idea. Motivation levels are currently at a minus. But what I don't intend to do is beat myself up about it. I have felt guilt 
and laziness and shame over no longer being the fit freak that I once was. But I realised that by thinking that I should exercise, I'm simply setting myself up to fail. So longer term, I'm testing how small amounts of simple day-to-day exercise can affect my mood, my creativity and productivity, and most importantly for me, my sleep. Now I've run hundreds of miles. I've squatted, deadlifted and bench-pressed several kilograms in weight and fitted into my sports bra far more comfortably than I do now. But that was then and this is now. I will not compare myself to how I used to be in order to guilt myself into exercise. Instead, I'll remember what I have achieved in the past and use it to spur me on into the future. And hopefully a future filled with fitness. Thanks for listening.